0: Hello and welcome to Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast for everything RPG-related. I am your host Matthew, and Ryan's back. I am back. He is back, and so is Scott.
1: I'm slowly flaying your skin. <laughs>
0: Hellraiser <laughs> ASMR, I'm, yay! I'm, I'm
1: inserting the needles. Right Matt under. said
2: we weren't allowed to do Hellraiser ASMR, and we uh, we we agreed, but we we lied.
0: Uh, I so know they want to show you. Oh God! They, because they're doing this because they know how much I hate ASMR. It, it's not for me. It's not for me, guys. It's not for me. <laughs> Don't touch that mic. Don't touch it. Uh, okay, please stop that because somebody will have headphones on.
1: <laughs>
0: oh Jesus! I have. I guess I have missed. Okay, I haven't missed Scott, but I missed Ryan. <laughs> really? Oh. <Aww>. Uh, so, <laughs> well, welcome back,
2: Ryan. How has your gaming been? Uh, I started playing Diablo 3 because, you know, it, it's only been seven years since it came out. So and it's got
0: nine bazillion up uh, you know, updates.
2: Honestly, it didn't seem like that much stuff. It's fun, though. I it, just needed something because Overwatch would piss me off too much after, like, a couple hours. And you need something else. I just need something single player. And honestly, it's real easy, so... Uh, Click,
0: click, click. Well, the the mm-hmm. other thing is all in the high end gameplay, like the the yeah the, level
2: seventies where the where the magic's
0: at. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like all of the all the doing ultra riffs and all the crazy stuff that you can do. Um, because I got into that for a little bit. And Scott, how has your gaming been?
1: Um, haven't been doing much of it. There's just been things in the way. I think the last time I gamed was uh when I ran Vampire a couple weeks ago. Yep, uh, which was okay. It was a pretty good game. I had Matthew Webb from Live Act- uh, Jackalope Live Action Studios on, on the show. Um, that was cool. He was great. Very, very intense role play with that guy. Uh, links in the doobly-doo. Uh,
0: doobly-doo.
1: Then, yeah, uh, mostly I've been playing Fallout New Vegas.
2: Man, so we're, we're just going blast from the past yeah, here. It's yeah, like I've, I've, we're going back to a simpler time.
1: I just <laughs> like to give Fallout a shot uh, just because, you know, the
2: hype. I really want to experience 2012 while I'm actually happy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because
0: in 2012 I really wasn't oh yeah but new vegas is very good and plus mods
1: galore yeah I've, I'm I'm running my way through the dlc I think I'm on the last dlc uh which is the one where you have like a laser gun that shoot that that detonates nukes I suppose Which, I could that's go cool. back.
2: I have a real Screamer PC now. I could just, like, load up on fat mods, get some rendering. Oh, yeah. You could mods do, and the, stuff. do the hot shit. Really, really prettify it.
0: Yeah, dude. It's still a va- great game. It's, uh, when you told me you were playing, I was like, yeah, it's got one of the best stories oh, yeah, absolutely. I that love Fallout I love, has ever written.
1: I love the story. I love the storyline. I love the, the setting. Um, it's really cool. Yeah, there's not many
2: games that I've been excited that are coming up video game-wise. Yeah, I was going to try to play Sekiro. Yeah, because everyone's I, been playing that. You know, I'll give shot. I'll give anything from from software a shot because yep. I love Bloodborne so much. But yeah, it's mostly books coming out in the next couple of months that I'm excited for. Uh,
0: it's. Uh, I we're not going to talk about in gaming and, uh, and uh, yeah. major content because somebody hasn't seen it yet.
2: Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking sorry that I had shit to do this weekend <laughs> and all the tickets were sold out. And all the also all the tickets were sold out. I don't blame game.
0: you, but we'll get to that eventually. Uh, but what we need to get into is the news. Oh wait, wait, my gaming's been pretty lack like Scott's has, just because uh well sickness and just being busy and uh, in game has kept sickness. me from running yep. from actually how's playing. Your,
1: uh, how's your Warhammer game going?
0: Uh, good, good, good. Um, on we're on episode five now. Um, but uh, we we did not have one last week because of in game because it's Thursday night and that's when I had tickets. So. We will pick it up this Thursday. When this thing drops, it'll be that night. Uh, oh. Some Alecra TV. Oh, thank you, Grimdark Podcast. You gave us a shout-out on your show for my game. Oh,
1: fantastic. Oh,
0: man. Yep. Uh, because I do the editing, he threw it in. He, I talked to him about it, and he was like, oh, I threw it in this episode for the shout-out. I appreciate that. And so now I give a shout-out to Grimdark Podcast. If you like role-playing the 40, 41st Millennium, go look it up. I um,
2: you want your shoulder armor to be
0: way too large. Way way Hold too much.
1: Pauldrons up the AF.
0: Yeah, uh, we're gonna get into the news because there's actually some very interesting news. The first of which is we have a new patron. Yay! 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 His name uh, his name is Adam. He goes by Carpo Matic uh, pretty much anywhere online. Um, so you stalked they... him, didn't you? What? What? You stalk him? No, I did man. not stop. He's actually stalking us, technically. Awesome. Nope, but we do appreciate you becoming a patron. Everyone who's listening get people to listen to the show i'm beginning to feel i'm
2: beginning to feel a little worried that every time i don't show up on an episode we get a new page
1: (laughs) (laughs) guys
0: we should
2: run an experiment oh oh no (laughs) i don't think i don't think i want to know the answer
0: (laughs) if we just start raking in the money the more ryan is not on the show then we have a
1: conversation
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ryan, we'll give you a cut of the money just stay away (laughs) oh no problem I see. <laughs> but thank you very much, Adam, for becoming a patron. We appreciate that. Please, everyone go out, uh, get people to enjoy the show. And if they feel inclined, become patrons today. You get so much extra content for almost no oh, money.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, a, a buck a month for the shit that we give you. It's,
0: it's going to go good. We're, we're grinding through Aeon. We're actually almost about to record yeah, the last, last, episode. Last, last episode. That makes me so sad. But it's been very good. It's been a very good ride. Yeah, I've I just, very, very much enjoyed it. like it.
1: Well, that dovetails into what we're talking about. Yes. we'll talk about that later.
0: Yes, uh, and then some of the other news: um, Scion Origins and Scion Hero are officially being sent out to print uh, yes. as in shipped to
2: uh, backers. Mask of the Mythos are bust. Uh,
0: yeah,
1: well, I'm looking forward
0: to it. They're working on it. Um, yeah, there was a there was a bit of a hot topic about uh, Errata and all that. We'll probably talk about that in a later episode. Yeah, yeah but.
1: we will. But uh, just their system failed them. Yeah. And they had to redo their system for implementing errata.
0: And I'm very happy they have a new system because yep. I think it's a much better system. Oh, yeah. Um, for implementing errata because, ugh. Woof. Uh, Oof. Oof. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Uh, and then in other news, uh, we uh, what's very interesting, the people over at uh, Free League Publishing somehow, through some witchery, have gotten the license to Alien.
1: Yeah. Ridley Scott's Alien franchise of xenomorphs and.
0: Space travel and...
1: Cats that survive, because the cats should always survive.
0: Yep. Uh, They are going to produce a game uh, set in the alien universe. This should be very interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. That's a really interesting cosmos. I'm
0: going to
2: imagine that there is, like, there's the human option and the not-human option, where you're the humans who have to deal with the things, or maybe you're the things dealing with the people, Maybe. I, I don't Maybe. know. Being a human in that universe doesn't seem like a great deal.
0: Uh, it's not, um, uh, but you'd be human, or some people could be androids.
1: Could be, oh, yeah, humans could be androids. Yeah,
0: you can totally sure. to be androids. Um, I'm, I'll read up more about it, and we'll talk about it more at links. Yeah, when it, um, when, it, when it
1: becomes a thing, we'll we'll talk about it.
0: Yeah, because I'm interested, because we've talked about horror in RPGs and mm-hmm. how difficult it actually can be. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm and interested Alien to see how they they do And Alien has achieved
2: that, like, twice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Um, what other news do we have? I'm trying to remember. I think that's it. Think oh, that was- oh, yeah. There's one little thing. I keep it just flew away. It was very minor. Yeah. We're gonna be at Momocon, everyone.
1: Yeah, uh, Momocon. That was a good
0: flail, by the way, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Uh we yes. uh Friday night, the twenty fourth, fifth. Hold on, I'm checking. It's the- in three weeks. Whatever. Twenty fourth the 24th of May at 7 p.m. on Friday. Yeah, we got a
2: great time slot. Yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We got prime I didn't end. fuck up this time. We got prime time, baby. Uh, yo, So please come out, 7 p.m. Everyone, come out. We want more than the two people we got. We love those two people. Oh, those people
2: were great. They were lovely
0: people. They were lovely, lovely people. people. But we want more of those lovely people. Mm-hmm. In the butts and seats. That's what we're trying to try to do. And what are we going to be talking about, Matt? We're going to talk about Session Zero. Basically, it's the hottest new trend in, like, tabletop RPG, which is, hey, guys, why don't you sit around a table and talk before you play and make your characters?
1: Yeah, make your characters that fit the campaign, the cam- char- campaigns that fit the characters.
0: Characters, and everyone's on the same page about Everything,
1: even D and D says you should do it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. so we're gonna talk about that. We're, we may we may jam a little bit about it. Um, yeah, and yeah. We'll,
1: we'll probably run like a a mocks session zero. Yeah, and with, just, and, with you. And with.
2: obviously, we're gonna ask the audience about some of their uh, shit that got quashed in session zero because. Well, we all knew it would ruin everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or uh, horror stories of what what happens when you don't, don't have
2: Session Zero. Stuff that was brought up in Session Zero that just sounded like a wonderful idea and turned into a not good idea. A not good
0: idea. Yeah, that's what we're doing at Momocon. So again, 7 p.m. 24th of May here in Atlanta. It's going to be a great time. We're going to have a great time. We'll be there. It's going to be a blast. So come Boop. on out. I'll put a link in the show notes, oh, of course. But let's get into the actual meat of this episode, because we do have Game of Thrones in just a little while.
1: I mean, you got the, you got on DVR, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's true.
0: Um, yeah, uh, so what we're going to talk about, because Endgame has released, and it's a big closure to the three first phases of the MCU, we're going to talk about... How to end stuff.
1: Yeah. How
0: to, how to close out a big game. How to close out when you've been playing for multiple years... What are some tips, tricks, well, and you know, stories? It's,
1: just, it's not necessarily multiple years. I mean, you, oh. can, you can always have a short campaign. Yeah,
0: I mean, but, a, but it, uh, big in scope. Is, but, but, in, but the gravity
2: gets heavier and heavier.
1: That's true. That's
2: absolutely true. After yeah. time you know, moves forward. And if the game's been running like multiple years, it's going to be a lot harder. First of all, it's going to be a lot harder to get it right.
1: Yeah, let's and, well yeah, let's talk about the alchemy that needs to go into to even ha it happening at all.
2: Yeah. Um, well, first of all you have to have a game that lasts yeah. some amount of time. Mm-hmm.
0: Even even if it, let's let's say it's lasted for a year. That's a that's a yeah. good if mm-hmm. you played even every other week sure. consistently for a whole year. That's a lot that, of gaming. That's a lot of game. That's a good yeah, run. That's a good solid run.
1: But and, I mean, if you think about the, the sort of the the incidentals of that yes it means that you are running a game that has lasted a period of time in which everyone at that table in general their lives have gotten more complicated as it goes on because mm-hmm. it's because they're getting older mm-hmm. uh and that puts pressures on time pressures on getting together regularly right uh so the fa- the just getting to the point where an end in terms of like an appropriate end that's a chore. So, That's a challenge.
2: As a as a funny aside about that, the the never after game I'm in, I think it's been running for over two years now. Oof. Almost every week, occasionally we would miss a week, th- two to three weeks, once or twice. Mm-hmm. But I am the only person from the original table that is there. Mm-hmm. It has been going on long enough for someone from the original table to leave. And come back and come back as a completely different character because that was so long ago. Why would you? Mm-hmm. Why would you? So that's how long it's been going, and I yeah. don't know how that game will end.
0: I don't uh, know. Well, technically, well, yeah, any well, old time really. Well, but. yours is interesting because you've had multiple iterations of that game, so it's kind of ended in that arc, and then another arc. Yeah,
2: I mean, we did actually this a similar group did finish out a game, couple like three years ago, right. That had been a two-year game, that it, and then another two. They, they usually run two to three years. Right. Which, and yeah, then I they almost big.
1: like I don't think I've ever actually successfully ended a long-running campaign that I ran.
2: Yeah, that's, it's hard. It's I, very difficult. When I ran d and D, I I actually did manage, but I had a very, it was a real, I, I wasn't very good at it, so I definitely had a beginning, middle, and end in mind, and we got there, so it was fine, but.
1: Yeah, the longest campaign that I ran that almost got to the end was my nominite campaign? Mm. Uh, I ran that for about two years, and it ended kind of tragically, actually, just because I got them up to like to the second to last or the like the the game before almost, uh, and one of the players just did not just could not think outside the box and got angry with me because he couldn't see. The ten different solutions that if you just think a little bit laterally yeah. to the problem, he was just like, no, this is a railroad. There's no way we can win this. And he just, like, started yelling at me. And and I just I lost all desire to run that game with that group just because I didn't want to put up with that guy anymore.
0: I'm very sorry about that. that
1: yeah, sucks.
2: That's awful. You should say his name.
1: I'm not going to say his name. No,
2: it's oh, fine. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, we try to be respectful yeah.
0: here, Paulie He knows
1: who he is. Anyway... Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah uh i'll be your shoulder the, devil the, the last epic game <laughs> As the last epic game you you two were a part of it was my exalted game mm-hmm. that ran oh, yeah, on that and did, off for yeah. about seven odd years through college um and then i eventually wrapped of, it up it's a hell of a game to come in on the last year of oh yeah oh yeah that was that was super rough i had <laughs> so many different ideas of how the end of that game was going to go and where i wanted to I go was, and, and how, Mar- how different it was from my original conceptions of where mm-hmm. I wanted it to end.
2: Me and Murphy were playing twins yeah. and in that game and we like, there was just so much like callback stuff.
1: And you just went over your well, head. Well,
2: it wasn't, it, so much so that it, we got it had to start becoming a joke between us or it would just be mm-hmm. ridiculous. <laughs> so it was like, I don't know who this guy uh, is. Why yeah, actually, <laughs> it's funny
0: is you're kind of the last two season new character that needs to be the POV characters. So when somebody says something you're like, what is that? And everyone has to explain it to I'm you. I'm the doctor's
2: assistant in this one. like <laughs> <laughs> who punched mm. the gardulus many times Indeed. it hurt yes but
1: did you look good in like a cute police girl outfit i would that's hold the that bar.
2: Sh- i would hold that shizu and kansai would have both looked very cute and little yeah like, yeah yeah
0: outfits. they, they would have rocked it, it they were great.
2: really in great shape <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. just athletic they were very, very athletic guys
0: <laughs> um yeah so we're so reminiscing aside yeah Epic games, or, or closing off your big game, the game that you've been working on for some time, can be challenging because you're going to be trying to... You A, you have one advantage. Mm-hmm. You've been playing this game for a while. Yeah. It means you know the system, you know the players, you know the characters, you generally know the setup of what's going on in the world pretty well. So that's good. The problem is bringing that all together in some sort of cohesive... narrative. i
1: think the number one piece of like uh, advice that i would give is find a way to tie at least one of the major story arcs for each character like personal plots Mm -hmm. find a way to tie it into the ending of the campaign Mm -hmm. so that everyone has not just like the weight of the campaign behind it and like the the sort of the overarching motivation yep. to finish it but a deeply personal reason to be invested in the events that finish the game.
0: Yeah, if you, if you definitely had the desire if you're um, running a game that includes personal plots, which I, I know mean, that I know that's a weird if, but that's that's real.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. Um
0: but every character I you you can run none, nothing with no personal plots, but every character's got a personal story. And there's yes. got to be something that the character wants or likes and the player wants and likes. And you can incorporate those into the ending of the story, into the main narrative of how you want to close everything out. So that you, everyone at the last couple sessions are completely locked in to finishing the game. They want to mm-hmm. see where they end could be a puzzle. It could be a narrative. It could be an NPC they want to save or interact with or, or kill. kill. Uh, that's the old classic, right?
2: I want to kill that dude is always a really good motivator to get them to the end.
0: Yep. Just got to, got to, oh man, making making that, that, that classic villain um, where you saw that villain at the very beginning of the game, mm-hmm. but you couldn't do, but you were just young and plucky, but you couldn't do anything about it. Well.
1: Yes. We finally get to slay Lord Forquat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That fucker.
0: That fucker. So short. So short and (laughs) shitty. And just shitty. Yeah, and so that's definitely one thing you need to keep in mind is try to make sure you've got your hooks. Mm -hmm. and keep people online because, eh, again, a game will last longer if you keep things interesting. Yep. And... Hopefully you've kept things interesting, or people haven't reached this point. But if if they're if they're maybe like eh, they're starting to waver, they're starting to, mm-hmm. I don't know, start wrapping it up quickly. Yeah. But make sure you do a little bit of homework and go. Okay, I need to do something with this character, or this character, or this character, and really sort of iron that in. Like towards the end of the Exalted game for you, Scott, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, I gave you the choice of do you become the next onker son or not nope nope you chose not to and that's fine but that was sort of what i was like this is sort of where you got to have the ending of, of this narrative about doing what the weird nature of what had happened to the onker son mm-hmm. and dealing with his with his offspring ah
1: uh, that dickwad yeah he was a dickwad but you helped him i did um yeah no that that was that was uh, definitely a choice that you put in front of me that character had no desire to do that.
0: That's fine. Um, uh, well, I'm trying to remember the things I did for the twins. I'm trying to remember. Oh, don't talk about that. It wasn't good.
2: Oh.
0: It wasn't. Oh, what was that? You basically. Okay.
2: Do you want to really? Ta- yeah, okay. sure. I, you basically told me. Failure is, is an p- opportunity to learn. You basically, because of some arbitrary, the, the system that you put in place, which was completely arbitrary and had nothing to do with my skills, by the way. Oh. Um, you basically told me that I go fight monsters, but I'm always real, real sad about it because my dad didn't love me enough. Oh. That's literally, I'm not shitting you that is the ending you gave me.
0: Oh, I'm very sorry. I'm trying to, I'm, I very much apologize. I don't know if you're
2: working through some, but I basically, like, <laughs> that's not, that's not my, the, the, whatever ending you gave me, Matt, to that game, I, I retconned it. That's not what happened to me. Okay. Him. And That's I've fine. Never, me and Murphy, I think, talk through what we actually did later on. I, I will on say, I home. will,
0: I will state this clearly now in front of everyone because you know, games, you learn from them. You're not gonna, not everyone's gonna be perfect at them. I, you make, know, I was, I was on fumes towards the end of that game because, make, man,
2: yeah, okay, here, not to call you out terribly, make your characters' mechanics matter for the last rolls of the game. Mm-hmm. It's because the what you did was you basically had us roll ten dice and the number of successes on those dice basically determined how quote unquote good our ending was. Oh
0: yeah that's because it was oh yeah, that's because it was the time travel problem. Yeah. Yeah okay the, the whole it's, well, you know, know, that was yeah
2: My mechanics didn't matter. My my bad. <laughs> my bad. My my celestial martial arts where I could literally rewrite time and kick concepts out of r- reality.
0: Didn't matter. <laughs> Sidereal martial arts by the way well, Oh sorry. Anyways. Sidereal mark. <laughs> Excuse me. It's been years. Yes. So Yes, you can you can foul it up, and obviously, uh, like I did, it was a fifty fifty.
2: Yeah, I think some people were happy, some of us were like, "What the fuck?"
0: Yeah, eh, fuck it. But anyways, it was a good time anyway. Yeah. What, so you need, really need to do your homework and definitely think about
2: these things. And if you and if you and guys, if you don't listen, it, it is possible to run a very long running game for your characters without knowing all the hardcore internal shit that they have been putting themselves through or have in their heads, you can't read their minds, and some players are very internal. So if you have people or even have an inkling that some someone's playing a character with a quote unquote rich internal landscape, just fucking ask them what they mm. want or like where they see things going. It's mm. okay. No no, pe- I have never known a tabletop player who were like, "Oh man, I was having a really, really good time until he asked me what would make me happy
0: <laughs> in a
2: genuine way." Oh
0: wait, I, I don't want to talk about my character.
2: I don't. Yeah, it's like I don't want to talk, <laughs> talk about. about I don't want to talk about my character and, and what I think their thoughts are. That was
0: are. one of the failings I did with Exalted. Is uh, towards the end I didn't talk to you guys more specifically about what you guys wanted and where you wanted the, the story to go, and that was my fault. That is me, my fault as a GM. See, we're all here about honesty and openness here at Polyhedron. Yeah, yeah, I'm
2: airing my dirty laundry. <laughs> right here, one stinky sock right in your face. <laughs> ah!
1: Yeah, my Exalted game fell, uh, my long Exalted game I think mostly fell uh, due to scheduling.
0: That was, yeah, Desert like Werewolf, it fucking got eaten by scheduling and we just couldn't really do it even though that was a very epic oh yeah zalted D game Mm
1: -hmm. like it ended I think it ended shortly after you guys had fixed Autocathon
0: yes Uh, I was still the ship
1: you were still the ship and well you were still gonna be not necessarily you were were always gonna be what you were you might not have been the ship the whole time yes I knew I was gonna
0: get out of the ship eventually Mm -hmm. because that I was gonna be like if I wasn't I'd be like Scott just like, just like Ryan over here,
1: Scott. This is not what I would like. I mean, you would have turned the ship into your body, like you would be a giant mech god. But, but I didn't want. That's not what I you want to be. Godzilla No,
0: no, I want to be. I want just gotta be Godzilla. Man. Okay, all right. Rawr. Rawr, rawr. I was basically Godzilla. You were. Now yeah. that I actually think about it, yeah, I was because I was basically the third aggressive soul of Gaia. Yep. Um, that's basically what I was.
1: Indeed you were?
0: Yeah. Um, and so. Uh, what other suggestions do we have for end of big games or coming, bringing I mean, a good game to a so close? I, I
2: think you kind of you kind of said this in abstract, but it's like, yes, if you see if you see things start falling to pieces, if you see that you the player, the table is getting thinner, or people are just like not showing up anymore because they have scheduling too many scheduling problems, it might be time to have the adult conversation with your table. It's like, okay, guys. It may be time for us to try to wrap this up, and sometimes, and I have seen that happen where it's like, okay, let's all agree. Saturday, mm-hmm. this is the time we're doing it. Yep. We're finishing this shit up, and then you do it.
1: I think probably a a big conversation that you need to have, and probably something that you need to agree with as a whole of is do who. Do how much do we let the dice decide at the end of this game? Oh, that's a that like very you, good point. If you point. want to have a grim, a grim and bloody combat, or or what have you, game, where the dice rolls are absolute, that is something that should be discussed. Whereas, if you know specific story beats are more important than combat being run one hundred percent accurately, that's something that everyone at the table should be on. In in a, a, a common agreement.
0: I, I totally agree with you on that statement, just on the fact of some people, and the, this is my thinking on this, some people want to feel like the ending is earned, mm-hmm. and they may want to roll it out because they feel that if the rolls come in their favor and they're able to do the thing by the rolls and their own role-playing, I have they feel like it earned.
2: I have failed. I've had an ending of a campaign end badly because... Of the exact, like, the, the the game, with the rules were absolute, the rules were absolute. I have had an ending go badly. It fucking sucks. Like, it is... Talk about fucking unsatisfying. Like, I was mad about it. I'm like... Well, I think yeah,
0: that's I, just because that's not your type of play. It like, really
2: isn't. And, it, I mean, it was a learning experience for me because I didn't understand until then what it felt like to, like, come that far. And then, like, oh, because I didn't roll super great or I just didn't build a certain way, or I didn't min-max this, I just, we lose, we lost. We so, didn't die, but we lost.
1: I mean, this this kind of is not not entirely on topic, but it kind of comes at it sideways. Uh, it's something that I, when I was running LARPs, uh, big climactic ending of story arcs, or, or things of that nature, kind of are along those lines. And when those ever those happened, I basically was of the mentality of, because death in LARP is not death on, on a table at all. They, yeah. you all. You can usually, 90% of the time, you can come back from death. Mm. Um, so in the big fights that I was overseeing, I had a mentality of, I don't care how many of them die as long as they win. Right. If they win and five people are going through the death cycle... It's fine. Then that's fine because that those deaths are,
2: and and we're usually pretty okay with that too because mm -hmm. it's just like, because in the moment, like you're still like fighting as hard as you can because winning is very important
1: to Mm -hmm. you. You know, it's well. I mean, if if you've done your job right, most, if not all, of the PCs should be willing to give a death on the books to achieve a goal.
0: And the reverse is also true. If they're not willing. That's a very character thing, and they have... Yeah. They're doing something during that fight to try to undermine everyone else because they're like, I don't want to give my life. Well, not
1: necessarily. I mean, they can't just be not involved. That or, too, or you're like, I'm just going to my cabin for this one. Cause or, yeah, but, that, but not, that takes a person off the table, but I don't think that's actively undermining it unless you have like six dudes. In, or
0: you're undermining it because you have the the, the secret MacGuffin. Or, oh, well, then
1: you're being an asshole.
0: Yeah, yes, but that that is a vi- viable choice. I will not say it's a good choice. It is still a choice. Yep. And also you can just kind of phone it in. You know, yeah, there's you always can, phoning it yeah, in. Yeah. yeah, I just phone it. Uh, but, yeah, Scott's right about like the idea of where do you, how do you want to end result? I like a, I think I like a little combination of two. I want the dice to help influence where, how some of the speeds get resolved, but I also want to know at the end of like, no, these particular points have been hit mm-hmm. and they, and the rolls just sort of Tweak the flavoring of those things because I want to feel like the things I built onto the character sheet, aka the mechanics, mattered. Just like they have to matter, they have to matter. Therefore, I built my character this way. I would like the ending to involve that on some level. The machinery
2: has to should influence what the ending looks like, right? Yeah, exactly. There
1: should be someone, everyone at the table should have something epic and cool to do that affects or facilitates the ending of campaign.
0: Yeah, very much so. Um, a good example, and I'll put the link in the show note, is the end of the first campaign for Critical Role. Yeah. It was a very public, very out there ending, very epic. Yeah, very I think it was a very, very, Matt
1: Coville video on that. the one little moment. There was the one beautiful
0: moment where you can only get those moments when you're in the moment of role-playing, hmm. where, where mechanics and tr- character choice careen into Mm -hmm. each other, creating this moment of, this. my my friend can't come
1: back to life. Yeah, I think we we talked about it briefly. It was, he he only had one level 9 spell slot, and he was saving it for wish to make sure that his friend didn't get taken by the Raven Queen. Right. But he used it as a counter magic to prevent Vecna from escaping. From teleporting teleporting away. away, So that they could land the final blows on him.
2: Which he had and that was the only, that was the choice, and it was the only answer.
1: Well, it was along the lines of it, it wasn't an absolute choice. It wasn't do this and do this or we fail. It's do this and we significantly increase our chances of winning because it's kind of iffy.
0: It's, it's if he gets away, we we'll probably can go after him, but it's going to be that much harder. Mm-hmm. But we got him on the ropes Right now, and by using this level nine, it guarantees
1: mm-hmm, that he can't go. That away. he can't yeah, it, go. It, it takes it take the dice roll out of the situation. Like
0: it hit, if he had used anything lower level, he would have to have rolled the counter magic. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And so it was a, and this is Vecna, so yeah, you yeah, gotta get him. Yeah, so that is a very good example of a very good end because you in those big in in those big ending games you have those. Potentially, those beautiful moments where everything kind of collides just right for really dramatic, mm-hmm. and very um, uh, telling things. Because he couldn't resurrect his friend, his re- friend was there in the fight because he had basically made, been made into a revenant, mm-hmm. but he only was going to be alive for that, fight. for that fight for until he was Vecna was killed. Um, and so that was the next session of I couldn't save you the Ravenwing came to get him and he had to die. His friend, he had to lay his friend to rest. And it's like, Oh, Oof. oh man. Then those are the types of moments you, I guess so, as a GM and a role player, you're trying to aim for.
2: So, so I'm guessing there was something in place that made it. So a wish spell wasn't going to do it after that. No, no. I mean, they just didn't have one available. Right. What I'm saying is like tomorrow.
0: No, yeah. as soon as Vector was dead, it wasn't like he immediately dropped, but within a moment, within, like, an hour or two,
2: All right, the well, Raven I'm, Queen was coming. Right, okay, so the, gods, the god herself was like, mm, yeah, mine. hmm yeah. Okay, got it.
1: Like, that was the arrangement. Like, as soon as this is resolved, you're coming home.
2: And your soul isn't coming back. Yeah. All yeah. right. Nope. Makes sense. Um, I, I've just, never he had, seen
1: he had already, like, he had already died, died. Like, he had died in a way... That the only way he came back for the final battle
0: gotcha. was through well, he healing. made a he made a deal yeah. because he was a vengeant because he was a vengeance paladin gotcha. retribution paladin.
2: Well, that's that's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm, I yeah. fucking love vengeance paladins. By the way, I played an avenger in fourth yeah. edition, which is actually where the vengeance paladin mm-hmm. archetype comes from. Yep. Yeah. where it's just like you're like I'm gonna get you. Uh, you pick a guy. That's my bitch. I'm gonna beat him up. That,
1: that's the and that's from from that my holy power flows. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: my desire to whoop man, your ass he's
1: too angry to die. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> my desire
0: to whoop your ass gives me superpowers. So it's,
1: yep. it's, it's like Django, mm-hmm. like from yeah. like Django Unchained.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's the arc of the story, aka getting the bad guy, getting the big bad that you have dedicated your entire character to doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like like a good ending for uh, my uh, Osric for d d that we play finding out the secret of, of that ring like really getting at home to what, what's up with that ring and what his family was up to well we have so many more so many more, so levels. Many more levels so many lower levels some of- we need to start playing that game again. Get that,
1: get that water deep dungeon there, buddy. Yeah, get up in that dungeon, the mad mage. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what you got here now, is what a What you mad got mage, here is bro. a mad mage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's gone ahead and tunneled under the city. He's been
2: now. Uh, this is unusual. It's unusual. Usually they build towers. Yeah, love, no. mages I love, love towers.
0: This one. Uh but here, uh, you got to spray around the foundation yeah, now. you are going to get irks.
1: You're going to get Irks. You're going to get Underdark, folks. Um, so what you need is about
0: four or five adventurers that are probably pretty eclectic, maybe one of a few different classes. One has to have a shadowy past. Uh, yeah, by yeah. the way, this is a character that we created during our werewolf, werewolf game, game, and it's amazing. Yep.
1: Um, your your fantasy exterminator,
0: fantasy. Well, it's your it's your meta exterminator. Mm-hmm. He, he can resolve superpower. He can re, he knows exactly how to resolve any problem that you have. So what you got here is a Thanos problem. Yeah, you got to get yourself six Infinity Stones. <laughs> you got to collect them. You got to make sure he doesn't get them first.
2: No, hear me out. You're going to need one Ant Man. One Ant Man.
0: <laughs> one Ant Man. And he's, he's going to be happy about he's what gonna, he's got to do. He's
1: either got to be into some real specific things, or he's going to have to come to terms with some stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah,
1: that is... Uh, yeah. Ending games.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ending games. Ending um, games. Um, so, other things. Also, but don't forget that, obviously, you have an ending. The GM, the mm-hmm. game master, has an ending in mind. So, keep... Because you have to make walk that tight well, sort of balance of giving the players good ending, but also getting your good ending, like mm-hmm. what you're trying to get across with the ending of the story. And that's entirely dependent on the game you're running like right. dd okay probably the big bad's going to get get it okay that's fine move on great mm-hmm. but it could be something more intimate like trying to end a vampire game oh yeah that's that's rough that's that's weird because it's because vampire's less about one specific resolving one specific mm-hmm. goal rarely i mean it I can mean, it could
1: be you know you your, your codery ...putting one of your members on the the prince, becoming prince.
0: Or uh, stopping, if you want to be a little more dungeon-y about it, stopping uh, an Antediluvian or Methuselah from rising Rising. out of the tomb. I've I've had that game. It's pretty cool. Yeah, Mm -hmm. um, or making final peace with the werewolves in your territory or something. Or Or it could be
1: as simple as, you know, even lower level of... Finally securing your domain, yep. your turf.
0: Yep. Knocking or like, ooh, what would be a good one is um, the entire campaign is just trying to kick the Sabat out of a, of a yeah, city. Yeah, And you're like finally stamping.
2: Or like, yeah, like resist. I had one that was just resisting the siege. Like just yeah. resisting a siege. And that yep. was that was the game.
0: Cool. Yeah. Um, or I uh, uh, this ties to a personal one because if you play in a much more like moral and spiritual vampire game, someone has finally reached Wakanda. he does the Golconda thing. He's been working on it last year or two as this character and you've put him through his paces Mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, this one last thing, boom, you give him like a session or two of just being, unless he's doing the, he becomes an angel and just goes away. Mm -hmm. Like
1: he has to ride that balance.
0: Like you have a session to ride this balance, but if you do, there's some really, there's, you get what you wanted in the end. Um, so there's, There's definitely some interesting considerations because sometimes it's not just about one big thing, though it can be.
1: You know what? I'm willing to bet that it's never actually happened, but think about the ending of a Wraith campaign. I've been there. Really?
0: So this is something I've actually really told you. I played for multiple years. Liquid Dreams people ran a Wraith the Oblivion LARP. Did they? Yes. It was after their werewolf stuff. They ran it off. Uh, this is how I, this is how I kind of remember because Ari went to Oglethorpe for like a semester, right? It was on Oglethorpe's campus. Really? We went there mo- for about a year. Yeah, yeah. What? Well, but anyway, he, but they ran it there for about two years. Um, I played, never
1: knew about this. Yeah,
0: I played in that. I played a character who was a um, he was a former hacker who um was ac- accidentally. Uh, killed by a lightning sh- storm through his computer. Oof. So he's part of that, ch- the Chance Guild. Mm-hmm. Uh, he eventually became like the, like, I don't remember the exact titles, but basically the main art, main uh, Chance person in the city of Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. And it ended when finding out we had to try to rail against Oblivion and there was this final wave and we had to do all this other stuff. We had to meet ch- uh, Charon, Oof. who we found out was Adam. Uh, yeah. The, the classic. Adam's actually the first Wraith because mm-hmm. he was the first murder pers- person, first person who was murdered, m- yeah. murdered. And what we found out, like the 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 de- you, ma of it all You mean all. Abel? I meant yeah, I meant Abel. I apologize. Yeah. But anyway. Abel being the first murdered mm-hmm. um was Cheron, and mm-hmm. he got to explain certain things to us. And the last thing we got told uh was like four in the morning at some dude's house because we couldn't play at Oglethorpe at that point. And he told us, like, the last thing you remember is seeing light at the end of the tunnel after being absorbed by Oblivion. Mm -hmm. And you're crying as you're being held in the arms by a doctor. It was like the idea of Uh, the Oblivion was actually reincarnation reincarnation. and you existing was a counter. You were actually kind of the bad guy because Mm -hmm. you were trying to keep yourself who you were and by resisting Oblivion. Oof. Oof. Oof indeed. So that was the end. That was an end to a big game mm-hmm. um, that we all had to kind of deal with. All the while I was trying to reach that, like, ascended state, kind mm-hmm. of like... Kind for of Yeah, Eidolon. I had a little bit of it, but I had not reached that point by that point and resolved it. But it was still good. It was still a great end of a campaign. I enjoyed myself. So, there is that.
1: Yeah. Wraith is a... I picked up the Wraith 20 book in the big 20th edition sale. Mm-hmm. And I'm there's something clawing at the back of my head. That's uh, a rough game, dude. I know, I know. A, How's dude, it going,
0: dude? You go, how, it's not going well, dude.
1: Yeah. I'm, 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 turns out you're dead, dude. Turns out, <laughs> turns out you're dead, dude.
0: Um, yeah. And also, so let's, since we talked about that, also ending an epic LARP, like a, a big, yeah. that's even rarer thing for yeah. a lot of people. I have no idea. I have one. I have one experience. Oh, and yeah, that was. And, uh, Everhate.
1: Everhate, yeah. Well, that was designed
0: in. Well, that's another kicker, Um, another thing, a factor about boffer he- for LARPing. I've heard a
2: story about how not to do it.
0: Yes. <laughs> so I, I
2: can tell. I have I've, I, I don't know who all listens, but I can tell the abstract story of that after you tell your maybe good story. Uh,
0: this was a good story because Everhate was designed from the get-go to be five years. And I think it ran a little over five years, but it was basically five years. Beginning, middle, end, everyone, every character that played was a part of the story Everyone was a part of resolving their personal plot because part of the na- the nature of Everhate is you are a soul, you are a ghost, you you are trapped in this, you're trapped in the physical realm by this thing called the ghost wind and you kind of come out of it but you only have fragments of your memory from long, long ago and every time you die you'll get new memories and they actually typed up like your memories and there was this elaborate backstory between all the characters hmm. and the, in the realm and the reason the ghost wind existed and all that stuff. And so the last game was a lot of resolving some stories, getting the Lich to, like, the Lich was kind of the good guy and we had to help the Lich resolve a few things so that he could give us the thing so we could fight the actual bad guy who was the one who created the Ghost Wind to begin with. Mm -hmm. Um, And by destroying him and undoing the great working that made the Ghost Wind, we resolved it, but we became alive again. And we were able to leave and go to Calanthea and all the rest of this solar and be part of the solar campaign proper, a big thing as it were. Um, one of the cool moments I had at the end because I was I was on and off. I played for a couple of years towards the end, but I wasn't like a, one of the big movers and shakers. I didn't know a lot about the actual story. Story. But one of the list things is I had the bad, the big arch bad guy. I I'm not tall enough to ride that ride, but we squared off at one at the the big fight, and he looked at me and went. Oh, hello, Wendigo. We meet again. I was like, what? What? Excuse what? me? Uh, I think the story had me... That's, I was a merc. cool. I yeah. was a mercenary at some point, and I think I was... Tr- I, at some point in my previous life, had been training... Because he was a prince. Mm-hmm. I had been training him in warfare. Uh, I think know, there was a hint of that. I, I don't
2: usually have nice things to say about that system, but it, the fact that the person took the took the time to know your face...
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. well, he was the the guy playing him was the arch director. the the I forgot the overall, his name.
1: Yeah,
0: I forgot his name, and I apologize. But well, good on him. That's Yeah, really he cool. he was like, oh, his name was Pontus. That's it. Pontus was his name. He liked Swedish fish. Um, <laughs> uh, he looked at me and called me out. and I was like, oh, that's fucking weird. Okay. So the bad story. The bad story is
2: that I've been told. This is this is an apocryphal tale, but I, I've 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 met many witnesses who are present uh. for it. A LARP ended after, and this wasn't too long ago, but a LARP ended after many years, um, and the grand resolution was you got to stand behind the faction NPC leaders as they have a really big discussion about the fate of everything, and you didn't get to talk. That's, oh, what? Yeah, that's real. That, that's a, that, that is what was described to me by more than one person is, depending on who you was back in, you stood behind that faction leader who was an NPC while the big, while all the grown ups talked and you didn't, and there wasn't much going on for you.
0: You can't see this. I'm doing the, the finger meme. He has, like, I,
2: the, I have several questions. I have,
0: I have several questions.
2: Well, for all of you, for any of you who was there for it, I'm sorry. That sounds like it was awful. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean the closest one I ever got. The other one was the Legends, but I wasn't there when the Legends officially ended. I was just there when they uh, ended one of the biggest arcs they had, which basically overhauled the system and overhauled the sort of the political landscape of the game, which was nice and big and dramatic. There were tons of interesting moments in
2: like that weren't like massive endings, but they were arc endings, yeah, ends to arcs that you know that were all very interestingly executed. But though it's a little different than say like, well, after this, ain't no mo.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and, and it's a, it's hard, and, and let's talk a little bit uh, more so not about, like, let's talk a little bit more about not necessarily ending the game, but what ending it means, mm-hmm. and the aftermath of it, because you're saying, especially in a buffer LARP or big salon LARP, a long, multiple year. if you've definitely done, the more years you put into it, you sort of get this momentum of you don't want to give it up, but you know you need to.
1: Oh, I completely forgot. I totally ended a vampire game. Uh, a vampire LARP. With a gun! Oh, sorry, why? <laughs> Oh, yeah, Man of Power. of Power, yeah. We yeah. ended, we ended a, a big chapter of Mandate of Power. Yep. Um, and that was one hell of a fucking... That, cool.
0: was, the, that was the Dark Ages one. Yeah, it was, dark, yeah, it was yeah, the Dark, dark Ages one, one. We had Where to bring-
1: essentially uh, they had to fight Neil Architep. They were, that was that was real fucking hard.
0: Yeah, and I remember we had to like pull in all kinds of weird NPCs and just everyone had so, to basically go through the santry. Well,
1: well, that's no. the,
0: that's you know just, No,
1: you're no, you're thinking about like that wasn't the end of that game. You're, oh. you're thinking about like that was before I even started to play. Oh, wow. Okay, uh, yeah. That was well, what you're talking about. I'm okay. talking about the actual ending of the Dark Ages chapter. Oh, I, I don't that. think I don't I, you might not have been there I might
0: must have not been there at that I point. think
1: you might not have been there uh because you came on board for the renaissance
0: yes doctor. I came on uh, board for but that so
1: how that ended was essentially um they the city was under siege uh by the seven which because we did sort of a hybrid between masquerade and requiem uh for that oh setting. I was totally there for that okay
0: as superior right
1: no you weren't there as superior
0: oh okay because no. there was something with the seven, and I had to get an Oblivion sword. Because Randy that was wasn't.
1: that was that was earlier.
0: Okay, never mind. Um, I apologize.
1: So yeah, no, uh, I I don't know. You might have been there, but so basically, they were all like in. They had like created to the catacombs, uh, and they basically, you know, a lord he come in the Architep, and his fucking legion of fucking Satan vampires. Yay. Um, as you do, uh, came down for them, and it got to the point. Where because I, I implemented the nastiest vampire mechanic that I think has ever been implemented, which is this attack does damage to your humanity.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to knock the humanity right out. Of so you. it
1: got to the point where, like, there was a roll, and like four people were going white. Uh, and, and it was at this point that one of our, our uh, old players that we used to play with uh, had to remind two other characters that they could literally work miracles if they sacrificed points of their true faith. <laughs> he was like, "Gee, wouldn't it be great if we had vampires capable of calling on the power of God,
0: literally bringing down the wrath of God against Satan?
2: Mm-hmm. We need, we need vampire de Papa."
1: Yeah, exactly. And they and both of them are all like uh, I guess I could spend this point. It's the last I know. game. It's the last game. I I was I was kind of laughing my ass off. It's like internally. you're the type
2: of person that refused to use that mega elixir in the last boss of a final mm. fantasy game, aren't yeah, you? you are. Yep.
1: But eventually, one of them did it, and they did it in a really smart way, which basically said, not only does that not happen, because he was sacrificing a permanent point of true yeah. faith, not only does that not happen, it has always been impossible for him to do that. Oh, Jesus, it retroactively. right? It was like, okay, everyone's back up to their full road. Woo, We I'm got like, this, guys. I'm like, you know, that's what, a, that's what a true miracle of God can do when you're fighting <laughs> the, the, the oh, hollow and,
0: mask. And... and and the the, the the narrative to all the people who lost is like, you never lost your humanity. You do not remember losing any of no, it. they remembered it. Oh, I would have done the whole trick of you. The only person who remembers is the one who did the miracle. Because no,
1: of- no. The horror of it had to stay. <laughs> the horror the horror of knowing that you, you lost
0: Yeah, you went everything. feral. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But uh, uh, but yeah, that was that was a fucking epic game, But they eventually got it. That that, that was the last push because then a couple of people came back.
0: Yes, and uh, they could could start bringing 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 the pain.
1: Uh, but yeah, that was oh uh, oh yeah. So
0: there are there are big moments. I mean, yeah, you have big, to pick your
2: callbacks too. Yep. That's important. Yep. I, you know how much how how much is every single motherfucking NPC your your PCs has ever interacted mm-hmm. with going to show up? Yep. Oh so,
1: yeah, Gondor calls for aid. How, yep.
2: how hard how hard will Gondor call for aid at the end mm-hmm. of your game?
0: Um, I remember for the Exalted one, the biggest callback I did is they because people hadn't been paying attention to certain things, they didn't realize when the uh, the only one who kind of had been paying attention was Linda because I w- the NPC uh, was her basically the one she loved and her boyfriend, mm-hmm. and he had been, been around for a while, and she was like, what's going on? But she had been too distracted by everything else. And then he come back, and you're like, oh, oh, shit. And comes oh, he, back and... He's bad now. Oh, he, he, he... Possessed is more of the, more yeah, of the right... Yeah. No, we got that out of him. I've, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to rewrite... They have to rewrite reality and uh, recreate the... Uh, what do you think? That game, was, yeah.
1: that game was... Uh, was uh, there was an element of, of self-torture in that game uh, because that was one of the few games when I wasn't playing the smart one. Yep. And Jeffrey was playing the smart one. Oh,
2: sweet Jesus, I know. And
1: I ha- I had to be, okay, how would a dumb guy explain this concept so that the smart guy can figure it out? Yep. I had to do that constantly. It reached a point where I had to like... <sighs> tell you like i think i sent you a message while we were playing the game like atlas wants to learn sorcery He was opening himself up to learning sorcery because god damn it all the things that we could have done if someone had sent an infallible messenger, messenger. every time that that someone said hey we should send an infallible messenger about this one guy with sorcery who can do it and he just didn't do it that's my little rant. And I eventually <laughs> learned it specifically so I could cast Infallible Messenger, so I could send messages and call for aid.
2: <laughs> we need this guy to come help us.
1: He's like, maybe you should cast an infallible oh, messenger about that. Yeah, I'll get to it.
0: Um go well, he was easily distracted, boy. He it really was. was. Uh so was, another thing to remember is, is is also I in my opinion, make your PCs work a little bit towards the end for the end nature oh, yeah, because it doesn't even have to be dice rolling directly like in combat. It could be calling for aid, thinking about the plot, trying to put the pieces together that they may have not mm-hmm. been thinking about. It's like, what have we not been paying attention to that we probably should be paying attention to? Um, because those really help shape where the story will end up. Mm-hmm. And not, well, not a... Not a, 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 a that's a counter argument to that. It is not, The PCs
2: cannot read your mind. Yes. Oh, yeah. They are also old people who have been playing this shit for two years and you have notes and they don't necessarily have notes. So if there's something in your head that you feel that they need to know, you better make it available as something that could be a, smart, a spark of inspiration, an epiphany, or you should just be like, "Hey guys, you can roll some in, roll some brain boy checks, yeah, to I, see if you remember." Well, it, I,
0: who I think all that you can I call. Think that's a great suggestion for most games. It all really depends on the game you're playing. If you're playing a sort of a harder edge, like you guys need to be more on the ball and think about this because this needs to be you guys' time to shine mm-hmm. and you guys need to figure it out and that's already been clearly established beforehand.
1: At the same time, you should you should always be open to, hey, can I make a role? Oh, yeah, absolutely. To, absolutely. to, to yeah, yeah, think about can, something. If you, you want I, to
0: leverage your resources to me going, mm-hmm. hey, I'm thinking about this, but I don't remember it 100% clearly. Or, or what are we missing? Or what are we missing? Or the two, I have... Uh, I have point A, and I have I have I have like just a piece of information, information, another piece of information. I want to put them together. Going, do these work? And you're like, thank God, they finally like mm-hmm. make the roll. But bing, bada boom, you got it. Go.
1: Yeah, I'll I never never. Puzzles are only interesting when the those kind of like mental, like linguistic or or abstract puzzles. Those are only interesting if you should never require the pc to solve the entire puzzle. You should be able to they should be able to leverage something on their character sheets.
2: Yeah, well that getting to that it's like okay, yes, you're very clever. It was very cool that you read this on the internet and figured this puzzle out yourself. But some not everyone. Not I I am a person who has x number intelligence whereas my per, the the guy mm-hmm. on my sheet he has a lot more than me. He's a genius, and I'm not. So you, oh, if if your character is a genius, you should be allowed for your character to be a genius and have the GM
0: tell you what the fuck to do. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it it's definitely a lot of, It's definitely a balancing game well, of of this, trying to.
1: Yeah, and it kind of goes back to a, I think it was a piece of feedback that I submitted to a werewolf campaign once. Was it's cool that you have this puzzle or this mystery laid out in your head, and it's all intricately laid out and. P- and you think you think that the PC should just solve the puzzle as you have it in your head. What's cooler is if the PC does something to try and solve the puzzle, and it doesn't fit your plan. You change your plan the, so that the thing that they did or the idea that they had becomes relevant to it.
0: At the, ver- or at the very least, go, it was not the way I wanted to solve the puzzle I thought about solving the puzzle mm-hmm. or the, the way it should solve the puzzle, but it's definitely a another factor in solving mm-hmm. the puzzle it's like the gordian knot yeah. it's like okay yes you could take the time to un- undo the knot that is the official way but of if, how to but if someone has a very large pair of plot scissors
1: and he wants to cut that fucking knot in half and you didn't write in the rules that they can't explicitly cannot cut the knot they're gonna they're gonna yeah
0: they're going to and you should you should let them because they're leveraging that's a in some respect, that's a clever solution that you didn't obviously think about. So, yeah, that's another way of doing... That's how, more about, like, just general game management and puzzle yeah, management. But, but I it, mean,
1: like, uh, when like, when I talk about puzzles, I think about in, in terms of, like, actual puzzles that you have to solve and big arcing mystery. Like, I, I think of those as kind of puzzles, especially the big arcing mystery puzzles. Those are the ones with interchangeable pieces that, like... You can you can swap something that a player uh, presents to you yeah. for the thing that you had in because your head. they
0: don't know everything. They're not behind the veil. They don't know mm. everything. Therefore, anything you pre- they only know what you present. To them. I, I think always I approaching it as neither neither party can read the other's
2: mind. Yeah. So like, don't be upset when you expected them to mm-hmm. and they didn't do it. Yep. Yeah, um, like, I
1: can't count the number of times I've heard an idea from a PC like, well, "That's cooler than the one I thought of." I mean, I and also, it.
2: and now that's the truth. And now, now that's the now truth. That's the truth. Only was it... And was
1: then they get to feel clever for having thought of and the exactly. truth. Exactly, mm-hmm. they feel they
0: feel good, and you feel like, oh, that was a really much more clever. Because I'll be straight up, they're not good. in my forty in my k game. Probably not going to a lot of puzzles. Matthew's not good at them. I don't want to present them, and they're probably only going to be fun well, for one person. Are,
1: puzzles and mysteries, I think, are kind of interchangeable. They're,
0: yeah, um, there will be some mysteries. It is there is some things there, but they're very go through the get. Get c- collect the clues and go through the motions. You'll mm-hmm. figure yeah, it. Yeah, Silent Hill level. Like, yeah, you
1: know, yeah. Or, or uh, Resident Evil. Yeah. Get the get the red red key card.
0: Get the red key card. You'll you'll get the next piece of the plot. Mm-hmm. Continue on. Go. Um. Yeah. So that's Epic Games. They uh, closing them out can be a bit of a chore, but well, fucking worth it. I promise you. Just think about what the game's been about. Put every put like. Just try to give everyone a very interesting ending as best you can and close it on out and move on to something else. Yep. It's okay to end the game. It's okay to end the game. Yes. Even if it's
1: not your, like, the ending that you thought of when you first created the game, uh, even if it's, like, you know, two or three years before the time you thought the game would be ending, find a way to wrap it up.
2: Also, if you expected a game to end, a tabletop game specifically, to last multiple years continuously without it falling apart, you... Are a sweet, gentle soul, <laughs> and I want to know your friends because I want to like harangue them into playing games with you. Yeah, yeah um,
0: <laughs> I, I learned a substantial amount in hindsight from the, that exalted game. I did a lot of things wrong. I did some a lot of th- some things right, but I learned a lot from it. And so, definitely, if it doesn't end well, that's okay. Learn, move on. You can play another game. Yep. Tomorrow's another day, as they say. And with that, we're going to be on out of here. So, from everyone here at Polyhedron, go where your fun is. Winter is coming. Go roll some dice. Hey Matthew here I just wanted to let you know if you want to give feedback to Polyhedron you can go to polyhedronpodcast at gmail.com or you can go to the show's Twitter handle at polyhedroncast
1: If you'd really like to help us out you can go to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash polyhedron Give us a buck a month and become one of our bosses and really support the show
2: And if you're looking to get in touch with us on Twitter you can find Matthew at bioimportance
0: You can find Scott at divismalkav
1: and you can find Ryan at arduous You want to spell
0: it?
2: RJUOUS.
0: And finally, just so we can wrap it up here, if you are listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere, give us a five star review. It really helps our exposure. All right. Thanks, guys.